Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Latina Talk podcast. In today's episode, we sit down with Dre. Um, He is such an inspiration. I think you guys will really enjoy this episode. We talk about his story and what he's been doing in our hometown of Lowell, Massachusetts. Um, So yeah, grab a drink, a snack, and come hang out with us. some light jogging light work i love it yeah um okay so tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from where'd you grow up Shit. all right so first off my name is andre <laughs> menzies uh i go by a men's i'm from Lowell, mass uh 27 Let's see a little bit about myself. I love basketball. Favorite team is the Celtics. Boston diehard fan forever and all sports, even though I don't watch the rest of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm not even big on football. That's why uh, the Super Bowl don't matter to me. Not even time, just but... the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, nah, I don't, I don't watch no baseball. I don't. Yeah, hockey's cool sometimes. I go to the college hockey games because they're yeah. local. But aside from that, yeah, those nah. were fun. I used to go to. We used to go all the yeah, time. Yeah, I remember those yeah. days. <laughs> the high school days. The high school days, days oh, yeah. Shit, now that I think about it, we even went, we all even went on horseback <gasps> riding. I remember that. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Freezing it was really cold. Too. Yeah. That was yeah. a lot of fun. I think that was, like, my whole idea. And then at, by the end of it, I was like, why did we fucking do this? <laughs> like, it was so right. cold. Couldn't feel our hands yeah. and feet. <laughs> we should have waited till, like, the spring or something. Still it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so where did you grow up? Um, to be honest with you, I kind of been a little here <laughs> and there. I started in Lower Mass. I was born here. Um, I was here till I was like maybe four, almost pushing five, and then we got put in a situation where we ended up in the shelters. Um, we went from, if I remember correctly, we started in Cape Cod. <laughs> we ended up in either. Dorchester or damn, I can't remember the other area, but I believe it may have been Dorchester, but the last one was Newtonville. Yeah. That was the one I remember the most because I was a little bit older. At yeah, that time. I do remember you saying you moved a lot, but I didn't know you were in Cape Cod. That's pretty cool. Did yeah, you like it? Was, it, uh, uh, it was all right. That's where I, I met uh, my first little church. Uh, what do they call it? Those people that are really big into church, like they they made us like have a whole Christmas play oh. and everything based off the the birth yes, of Jesus. No. Like, it was insane. Were they like a Hispanic yeah. church? Yeah, yeah, I used to do the same thing. Yeah, it's funny because um, I still know I still know the the kid I went to the I was in the shelters with. His yeah, Juan, fucking little Juan. We all went to high school together. Yeah. High. Funny how it ended up like. So, that. um, you saying the shelter? Did you end up there with like your mom, like your siblings and stuff, or was it just? Yeah, it was. Um, it was me, my mom, and my yeah. sister. Like I said, we started at um. We well, really, what happened was we got kicked out of our fucking our apartment by the dude my mom was dating at the time. My sister's mm-hmm. dad, and then fucking we ended up at my cousin's house for a little bit. And then after my cousin's house, that's when we started the whole journey of going through the shelters and shit like that. We were at my cousin's house for 
what felt like a couple of weeks, but it was probably like a month or two realistically, yeah. just because, you know, as, as a kid, time kind of flies by mm-hmm. and really notice the situations yeah, around right. you. Um, so how old were you? Um, I want to say like five, maybe six. I, I believe it, it's funny because I, I vividly remember that time of like that time of my life, like the whole situation that put us to the start of where we had yeah. gone to. So if I remember, it's probably like five. Wow. But it, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of weird. Cause even thinking back to it from what I remember correctly, all our shit was just thrown down mm-hmm. the steps. Like I remember watching all our clothes and like my toys, fucking everything possible. Even some of the dishes were getting thrown down the steps and we ended up just at my cousin's house yeah. for a while. Well, I'm so sorry that happened to you, but I love seeing the person you are now. Like, your journey has been crazy, but yeah, like as a person, you are literally amazing. And everything you're doing is pretty cool, too. Thank yeah. you. I really appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? It's It's been a long journey, but, you know, the journey's definitely not over. We still have heights. Yeah, to right. Yeah. Yeah, got to prove to the world you can be something even if you really did come yeah. from nothing. Yeah, and that's literally us, like, <laughs> in the projects of Lowell, Massachusetts, to doing everything we're doing now. It's amazing. No. <laughs> so what would you say your favorite memory is, or, yeah, is as a child? Like, besides all that negative um, stuff, what would you say, like, a memorable thing? I'd have to say my favorite memory as a child was uh actually all right this okay. one this would be a good one so when i was in the shelters right this is when i had been the first set of shelters in newtonville we had it had been like the end of the school year and i remember watching tv in the group home or in the shelter that we had a, a living room and we would live with like 40 other families it was just a women and children's uh place it's uh, a place called second step and they um so i'm sitting in the living room watching tv or whatever and I see a commercial for the PlayStation mm-hmm. 1. Oh, God. And, like, I remember running upstairs and telling my mom <laughs> about it. And I, I didn't really think anything was going to happen. But, you know, it's it's always nice to, to wish yeah. for thinking, you know what I'm saying? Hey, this is something maybe we can obtain one day or maybe something even I could grab later yeah. down the line. I feel and like even was, as uh, a kid, like, th- like, things like that, you don't really have a doubt. Like, you always think things are going to happen. And you don't think about anything else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. figure it out. I'm gonna yeah. find change somewhere. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make money yeah. somehow. I'm gonna deliver papers or something. That was literally me. Like, too. It's funny. Yeah. Shit, I used to shovel snow for yeah. extra money. Even like fucking two, three years ago, yeah. I was still doing it. I wouldn't mind doing it now if it, it was the right money. Give me a hundred dollars an hour. I'll go back outside. <laughs> Just Aside shovel that, snow. Nah, you can catch me outside. Yeah, that's one yeah. thing I don't miss is the snow. I don't see any snow anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so when did you start, like, your music stuff or, like, your music journey? Um, realistically, I feel like the first time I ever tried to write a song when I was, like, eight years old. So you write your own stuff. And yeah. Yeah, I write everything. I don't. I don't look for help or anything like that. Honestly, I've had a lot of people suggest it, maybe to try to get a catchier song or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. To, <clears throat> like, you know how they want, like, them TikTok songs yeah. and stuff like that, but I kind of keep just pushing that away. Like, nah, I like writing my own stuff. It just makes more sense to me, and it's also an emotional yeah. release, you know what I mean? So it really just helps me clear yeah. my mind. It does a lot more than people think yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. The first time I've, I ever heard one of your songs, I was so impressed. I was, because 
I don't know. I feel like when you're in your hometown, like especially, I feel like Lowell is small. So when you see people like doing this, you're like, oh, this is so weird. Like it's kind of like an awkward thing. But you, <laughs> yeah, you were so good. I was so impressed. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate yeah. that. It's been a like I said, it's been a long journey, almost twenty years in the yeah. making. I feel like I got my ten thousand hours, and now <laughs> it's just time to show the world yeah. what I can do. Well, you're amazing, and I'm super proud of everything you're doing. Um, so tell us about stuff that you're working on now, if you can talk to talk about it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so I have a couple things in the works right now. I feel like in the next upcoming weeks, between the end of February and the beginning of March. I'm going to release one or two singles on Spotify and Apple Music, basically all streaming yeah. platforms. Um, I got a music video for one of those singles as Ooh, well. Where'd you feel? Did you already and film that? Yeah, I already filmed it. That's so, so it's exciting. already all finished yeah. up. Yes, yeah, I just got to hit the upload yeah. button. And then I have a project complete as well. It's a dual project with my boy Izzy Nice. He's out from New yeah. Jersey. So I kind of want to reach out to him. Maybe we might get that released this summer. But on top of that, I got stuff lined up. Like I'm bringing my Freestyle Fridays back and such. So Ooh, what Friday, is that? Starting at the, <laughs> all right, so Freestyle Fridays, what that is, is I try to, I'll go over any kind of beat like people suggest or that I find online, like random beats. I'll do a minute freestyle mm -hmm. on it. So I'll, I'll basically, I won't like, I, I have this type of freestyling where I write and don't delete, where instead of making all these mm -hmm. edits to it, I write the first thing that comes to mind, then write the second thing that, that I feel free, rhymes to it, and then just on yeah. and on from there. And I refuse to hit the delete button on it, and that's what I use for each Freestyle Friday. That is so, so cool. That's a, that's such a like unique process to do it, too. Like It's not like judging yeah, yourself it's, or being too hard, just like go with the flow. And yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, exactly. It's also, it's also kind of like challenging in a sense because i sit there and, and take into account that i don't want to hit the delete button and as somebody that's that likes to dabble in the creative arts it's like you always feel like it's yeah. not good enough so you want to hit the delete button or you feel like you could do something better yeah. but you you have to yeah. fight that urge to be to to want to backspace and just keep pushing forward so it's really like a challenge to myself and also it brings content that I can keep releasing and such because to be honest with you, I just started getting back on social media yeah, like that. You know, I don't be posting What at is all. so funny, when I first asked you to like come on and talk to us about like your journey and stuff, I was like, does he have an Instagram? Like I've never seen you on Instagram. It's only, only been Facebook. Yeah. So when you followed me, I'm like, oh, what the hell? Like I just have never seen it before. Yeah, my Instagram was... uh was super quiet because yeah. i had to rebuild mm -hmm. it unfortunately when you um when you gain so many followers at a fast rate at least when i did in yeah. the beginning they like freeze your account or like they kind of like suspended in a That's sense weird. where they what do they call it not blacklist like they make it so you can only have yeah, yeah. shadow ban there we go you get a shadow ban it makes it so your account's not found when you look up certain hashtags and stuff like that so it's yeah. weird but I had been like that for a long ass time. So I was like, you know what? Let me go back on Facebook yeah. and play with Facebook because it's funny and you can clown around <laughs> on it. And you find all the fucking hilarious, the toxic yeah. shit on there. So I gave my Instagram that reset for like, oh my God, forever, really. Yeah. For a solid at least six you months. You are pretty funny on Facebook. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, um, so how do you like keep yourself inspired? 
to like write? Do like or how do you overcome being like um what's that called when you're like blocked from writing? Writer's block, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. I so this is a kind of a tough one because this I kind of struggle with it now sometimes if I'm being realistic about it. But um, I started reading a book called The Artist's Way. It's like a it's like a it's a workbook. I can't think of her name. I feel like her first name's Julia. I can't read it from here. I really don't. Feel <laughs> You're like fine. You're up. good. I might get up in a little <laughs> bit. But um, yeah, she wrote a book called The Artist's Way, and it's like a it's like a creativity workbook that she where she provides you the steps to get back in touch with your creative side, like your inner child in a sense, because let's be real, as we become adults, we kind of have to face reality and we hit all these mm-hmm. walls and we feel like we don't have time to be creative and we got to be adults. You know what I'm saying? You got to work that job. You got to pay them bills. You got to do what you got to do to survive. And let's, in today's world, there's never, you never have enough money. Or well, at least that's how I feel like a lot of people feel. I know I feel like that at yeah. times. So, but um, yeah, I read that, and honestly, the steps help a lot. It, like it, it tells you things like where, for example, every morning when I wake up, I write down three pages in my notebook of everything that's on my mind without stopping. Yeah. So I whether I don't go back for no grammar mistakes, mm-hmm. no no any anything really so you just kind of keep writing and writing everything that's on your mind to get the yeah. clutter out so you start the day fresh and like also part of it is like figuring out where in your life you hit those creative walls or what made you stop being creative like it kind of fakes you kind of makes you fight your mm-hmm. demons yeah. and find the for example that that third grade teacher that told you you can't draw can't draw as good as you mm-hmm. thought you could draw and there's always it. that so one teacher <laughs> yeah so, so it's like stuff like that and believe it or not i feel like as somebody who kind of has like this tough exterior shell it, it give it gives me a chance to see where i became that annoying tough exterior mm-hmm. shell because let's be real like it is kind of it's stressful to always be out here keeping a stone yeah. face and you know how us new england people <laughs> do it like it's a everyday thing we see all four seasons out here it's rough every day so it's just like, yeah, you know, but I'm glad that you recognize it, 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 that. I'm, I'm glad that you recognize that there is like a shell that you need to break in order to like be successful, especially in like the career that you're doing. Um, but I wouldn't say it's annoying because it's not an annoying thing. I think it's just part of like your journey, especially going through as much as you did. Like it's granted like that is granted to be there. So I think you're in the right oh, yeah. place for sure. I feel you, but that's why I say it's annoying because it it's like, not. it's one of those things I can't push away. I have no choice but to keep breaking yeah. through those shells and, and getting comfortable with things. Because even now, like, it took a long time to be comfortable to even tell people I was mm-hmm. from the shelters because it didn't matter where I showed up. Like, even in schools, like, you could just tell I didn't have the yeah. clothes other people had. Like, I had patches on my shit or my shit was way too big because I had to grow into it because they knew I was going to have to hold on to it for a while. Or even, like... Even, like, the bikes I'd ride, I'd be riding, like, fucking girl bikes I found because it was just there, and it was something to ride, yeah. like, and it was, niggas used to try to tease me on the block about it, but at the end of the day, it was like, like, my, my family's too big, you're not going to fight me, I'll make a phone call, and we're all gonna just going to beat your ass, like, I'm sorry, like, it, it is what it is, like, like I'm, I'm all down for getting it one-on-one, but when it comes to jumping, that's, you know, that's kind of what the city's about. They don't, don't nobody fight fail here no more, and they haven't since, like, the 90s, 80s. I'm sure it's been, like, yeah. Uh, 
But, so what would you tell your younger self if they were standing right in front of you after like everything that you like everything you've been through and then what you are now? Um, damn, <laughs> to be honest with you, I feel like there are a few things I'd tell myself. Uh, if it came, if I could break it down into three, ca- three categories, I'd say the first one would have to be physical advice like how to keep myself Mm -hmm. healthier and make sure i don't eat all the bullshit because let's be real like being young and going through the shit i go went through like you have a selective palate and you only have so whatever comes in so it's like you you addict you get uh like acclimated to these bad eating habits like it wasn't there weren't always vegetables around but it was cheaper to get the protein because the protein was really bad you know what i'm saying it was like the meat that was about to be bad type shit so, or even like the pantry food, we used to stand outside, even downtown Lowell. I think they still do it now where the church will come outside and they'll hand out like all the free bread and the free extra fruit and shit that they have in the canned stuff. Like the stuff the schools will be donate, donating to and shit like that. Like we used to go outside and go collect that stuff. So it's like having that selective palate and having all these semi-spoiled foods, it kind of fucks you up in a sense and it makes it so, you know, you, you grow up in a how do I explain this? You you grow up unhealthy, yeah. like yeah, it's basically yeah, that's that's really the rundown of it. But I would definitely tell myself first first about how to keep my physicality better. And then the second thing I have to say is I'd have to try to give myself advice on how to keep my mm-hmm. mental straight. Cause realistically I feel like there were many times in life where I let my emotions get the best of me and it caused me to make decisions that I can't really go back and fix or even turn around and try to make amends yeah. for because that's how I felt at that time. And I saw, I sometimes even, even now find myself resorting back to my old ways, but it's kind of one of those things where you just, you got to face yourself in the mm-hmm. mirror and figure out your, your niches, the, the things that really made you that way. You know what I'm saying? Like I said earlier, cracking them shells. So I definitely try to give myself advice to look in the mirror and just realize that, yo, everybody goes through shit. And you know what I'm saying? It's, kind of just got to take it on the chin and keep it pushing. There's, there's no reason for an emotional outlash because yeah. emotions, one minute of an emotional outbreak can cost you the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? We see it all the time from shootouts, even fist fights. I mean, realistically, I've seen a few people get put through glass and shit like that. I've seen a few people lose mm-hmm. their life. So it's just like you can't really – you really can't justify those actions when it was just an emotional yeah. outburst. Niggas was mad for one second and it changes the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? It, and usually it just escalates from there. So I definitely would want to give myself the emotional advice and the, how to give myself a mental strategy to calm down and relax more often. And then the last thing would be financial mm-hmm. advice, especially with that motherfucking COVID money. <laughs> <laughs> shit, all that motherfucking money came in. I would have hit that PPP heavy. Yeah, all these niggas did God. that shit, and ain't nobody get arrested <laughs> for that. Yeah, I don't really know much about like business and like financial stuff, but I did hear about that, which is interesting. Um, but I do applaud myself for getting my LLC during COVID because it was a lot easier to do it. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I don't know much about it. Like, I just signed up for it, and like, I know I have it, but I don't know what to do with it. So, <laughs> nah, kudos to you. You know what I'm saying? And um, if anything, I, I know a little bit. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know yeah. everything. Like, I ain't grow, I ain't grow up in the business LLC tech mm-hmm. world. I kind of have my manager yeah. for all that. He be teaching me shit on the low. 
So I, I know it when I see it in front of me, but as far as like the jargon for it, I'm not really big on that. But from what I do understand is with an LLC, you can use that to put everything that you own and like that you end up purchasing in the future and put it in the LLC name. So if anything ever happens to you, you don't yeah. lose it. It's in the LLC type shit. I know that's one of the tricks behind it. And then it also comes to like, when it comes to taxes and shit like that, whatever you spend throughout the year, if it's mm, yeah, business yeah. related, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Quote unquote business yeah. related. You know Let what me saying? pull up with a Tesla. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I mean, you can. That's your People... business right now. Just, just throw a bumper sticker on that shit of your no, business. You know for what I'm real. Call yeah, it a day. Right, that bitch, right. So now. I think that I like that you um, pointed out like the um, healthy eating aspect of like your inner child because I feel like growing up on EBT and like growing up in the projects, like I feel like our moms, our grandmas, like they just get food that they know will last for the entire month. You know what I yeah, mean? So like them, it's just survival oh, mode. Yeah. Or, like, getting that wick yeah. and shit, that block of cheese, yeah. you know, or the fucking, oh, yeah. man. I used to hate all that mac yeah. and cheese. Like, so, but that's good, though, because you're so breaking bad. curses, and you know that's something that you need to work on and potentially, like, pass that forward to, like, your own kids. So that's amazing that you know that. And I love the fact that you're my one of my only guy friends that is very in tune with how they're feeling. Because a lot of, I feel like a lot of men don't, like to talk about how they're feeling or like that's just like a hands-off type of like topic but like you're very like you know how you feel and you know how to articulate it so i love that so much no i really appreciate that honestly it took a lot of fucking work it was like even now i'm I'm not like super open Mm -hmm. or like but you're trying super emotional but like i the way i am is i'm i'm able to figure out what my problem is and and be able to speak to myself in the mirror in that closed room and be like all right cool like yo look dre this is your problem (laughs) like you do you need to fix this you need to fix that you shouldn't have said this like that i definitely feel like i have on lock now but as far as being out here like hey like i'm I'm feeling sad Mm -hmm. today like i'm not really like nah but you just said that you journal (laughs) every day so that is being yeah but but (laughs) <laughs> well yeah of course but that's more of like I, that's more to get the clutter yeah. out of my head because like i'll be i'll be honest with you i'll be having fucked up dreams like i just wake up confused yeah. and shit like and you know how they say every dream has meaning mm-hmm. to it so it's like i'm trying to figure out why like bugs bunny is, is shooting <laughs> not fucking, bugs bunny you know oh like, my god <laughs> like just as an example like it's just like these shits they make no sense like like, is, does that just mean my life full of calamity? Oh. Like, is it just full of random shit that it's just going to keep coming left and right? Or or what? Or is this world just a, a cartoon and I get to draw out the rest it of my be. life? Like, Maybe. So. You can do whatever you want. So. Um, so how did you make that transition from, like, your music being, like, a hobby to taking it seriously and doing what you're doing now? Um, To be honest with you... The way I did that is kind of mm, easy slash complicated to mm-hmm. explain. It started out with um, always just having a beat in my head for some reason. Like, I couldn't figure out why I felt like I was always listening to music. I was always tapping on tables or using pencils yeah. or, like, snapping or whistling. Like, 
I used to get in trouble for it a lot. <laughs> it was weird. So I remember back in middle school when I was in the shelters, I had gotten, um, I had been invited to play an instrument. But the thing was, I didn't have the bread to rent the instrument. So my teacher at the time, it was literally, I, oh man, I, I really don't remember his name, but he, it was actually the first black teacher I had ever had. Oh my God. So I, it was cool. Like I had never had somebody like, you know what I'm saying? Like as, as somebody that was like mm -hmm. me, it's weird because I'm black yeah. and Puerto Rican. So it's like it, having that little, that little relation type thing where I don't really know anybody mm -hmm. else because out in Newtonville, I'll be honest with you, it was just like a bunch of Caucasian yeah, kids. Yeah, that, that's something I wanted to ask money, you too. Like, like, how, as a black man, like, how, what challenges do you face, like, in this space? Um, I'll be honest with you, I feel like I kind of get the light end mm -hmm. stick of it, because, like, the lighter yeah. end of it, because my complexion's a yeah. lot lighter. But what I will say is, like, I feel like throughout other features mm -hmm. to whether it be my facial features Your my hair, hair yeah. anything of the sort <laughs> like, like they do kind of treat me yeah. weird but I, I i don't know i also feel like i bring a lot of respect to the yeah. table and, and i have this thing where if i'm going to speak to you i enjoy looking mm -hmm. you in the face like that way you understand i'm trying to absorb your message and such so i feel like it, it's a 50 50 but New England's weird. Like the racism's mm -hmm. weird out here. They won't tell you you like they got a problem with you. Just they'll, treat you weird. They'll keep you keep you from that yeah. job, or, or they'll they'll see you need help, and they'll be like, "Eh, fuck him. I yeah. help him." Like you know what I'm saying? Like, and don't get me wrong. Nobody's obligated to help another person. Like it is all in self interest in a sense. Like I feel like people only help others for self gratification. They don't really do it out the kind of their, kindness of their heart no more. Like, I feel like now it's kind of like, all right, cool, I helped you out. Like, you kind of owe me one, you feel me? Like, but I don't know. I I, I kind of feel like, yeah, I, like, I, like I stated, like, 50-50 out here. Like, you get those that like mm -hmm. you, those that don't like you. You get, you get those that are, like, interested to... To, to speak to you, but be doing it in an Just awkward weird, way and, yeah. and try to touch your hair or some shit. <laughs> oh, or, my God, like, that is the worst. To, yo, I be getting that, that all the so time at the weird. casino, and it drives me nuts. Not the casino. <laughs> it drives me nuts. Is it, like, nasty-ass old Yeah, the nasty-ass old, like, it, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't have a problem. If, if I'm drunk, I'm probably going to let it slide yeah. anyway, but, like, but you shouldn't. If you, if you gonna, you could have approached me and said something like, "Yo, you can I can I feel your hair?" Like, "Yo, bro, you are eighty. I don't really care." <laughs> like, if you ask me, it's, it's whatever. Like, you're eighty something years old. I ain't gonna trip about it. But when you come out here and and like grab my hair <laughs> and I pull my head away and you're still holding it, I'm getting yanked. Like now, I feel like I'm obligated to kind of oh speak up. But it's like, and plus, you know, these people touching all this cash and these chips, they got all these germs on it and shit, and you just trying to grab on my scalp and shit. Like, uh, get out of here. Ew, that's so weird. Uh, yeah. What casinos do you but, go to? Like, Encore in Boston? Uh, yeah, Encore, <laughs> I've never Boston been. Billards. Uh, Encore is a kind of, I yeah. like it. I think it's a little overpriced, though, but it's Boston, yeah. like. I'll be honest with you, I, even the restaurants, it, just because I grew up hood, like, I like to know what I'm paying for. You hit the restaurants and Encore, these niggas hand you a menu that ain't got no prices yeah, on it. Yeah, that's when you know, yeah, that's when you know it's going to be pricey. Yeah, I, 
Oh man, I took my ex there one time to the restaurant that the bill was like three fifty, and I didn't even know. I was okay, like, wait, I mean, wait. Okay, it. I was gonna say, did you like, pay or did you make her pay? Oh, no, obviously, I was gonna pay for it. <laughs> but it was like, all right. So I knew the restaurant was kind of upscale because it was in the casino. Yeah. But I was like, all right. When I walked in this bitch, though, they were like, "You can't wear your jacket, and you gotta take yeah. your hat off." I was. Like, oh, oh, I shit. do remember I ain't this story. Been in no yeah. Place like this. Well, I ain't never been in a bitch <laughs> like this. I got simple, you know what I'm saying? Simple filet mignon, a little potato puree, a yeah. couple cups of honey. Couple cups? Ew. Only, only two. two. Only two. Okay, only two. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I was, I got to gamble. I can't get too drunk. <laughs> you got to so, make you know, your money back somehow. But it was just like, <laughs> right. I didn't, though. I, I took See, this is why I don't do that shit. This is why I don't I fuck like with gambling. Like yeah, fuck that. <laughs> or how does your like music affect being in a relationship? Um, honestly, I don't know. I feel like it does affect being in mm-hmm. a relationship. Like, I'm not in one now. I haven't been in one for yeah. years. But it's like the reason for that being is that I feel like there are certain aspects about my life that when I talk about the female may not mm-hmm. understand and feel like I may be talking about somebody in my present yeah. future. But it's like, or somebody I may even have ties with, because I feel like I've run into that problem the mm-hmm. past before. But like, I don't know. It's, it's also like a, I feel like a confidence thing. Like I feel like if I can sit here and proudly say all this shit in front of like my female, not like I feel like they don't take it as a sign of respect, and some of them don't really mm-hmm. understand that it is like yeah. a job thing. It's not like it's not like I'm sitting here talking about talking about fem- uh, other women because you, you know what I'm saying? Because I want to stun you. Like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting there talking about what's happening yeah. in the past and, like, shit that even be happening now when you go to the club and you just, you, like, literally, you're in the right section, you have the right money or you have the right shit on. Like, they're just around you. They come yeah. around. Like, they just want to be around for the photos and all that extra shit to make themselves look like they're important. Because <laughs> that's really how the club works. I'm gonna, yeah, look, I'm going to tell you right now, Lisi, if you go to the club... Go to, like you spend maybe all right, so you out in Houston, you probably get a section and a bottle for like seven fifty if we being realist realistic. You go get yourself a section and a bottle, you go in there with all these fake chains on. I'm talking about you got like fucking twenty of them bitches on, all diamonds on them bitch. Ice out your wrist, all fake yeah. shit, I promise you. Everybody's gonna be around you trying to see why you're there. I don't see it a hundred times. Oh my god. Oh wait, yeah, you used to live in Atlanta too. Yeah. Yeah. I still got a spot yeah. out there, but oh, you, yeah, yeah. Like it's, so do you go back and forth or like, what do you, what do you do? Yeah, I go back and forth. It's more like a storage spot for yeah. me now. I don't really. Thank God. No, I definitely want you to plan a trip to come to Houston because Houston is a lot of fun. There's a lot to do there. Nah, yeah. yeah, I heard it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Man. I've only stopped by at the mm-hmm. airport. I had to take a friend back to Florida. It was like a fucking 26 yeah, hour drive. That's what I did from Massachusetts. Wild. To Houston, all by myself. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because I had no choice. I had to bring my car, and yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely a journey. God bless you for making. Yeah, I stopped literally almost every hour. (laughs) What's a lesson or advice you'd like to pass down to like the next generation, Um, or even like your kids, if you want them? A lesson or advice, I would definitely have to say, keep striving, no matter how hilarious or unrealistic your goals may seem to other people. 
I'll be honest with you, if you believe they're within mm-hmm. reach, they're probably yeah. within reach. Because if there's one thing in this life I've learned is it's the more you think it's going to happen, it's, it's more likely going to happen. Because you end up you end up like unintentionally or even intentionally taking the steps towards mm-hmm. making it happen. Yeah. Like, because I remember even as a kid, like I've had dreams of even just making music in long. And look at you now. now. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So it's just, it, it's crazy. Yeah. You, know? you really got to manifest the shit in your life. And I don't want to sit here and act like, you know, cause that, that's that word. They kind of make fun of the manifest. Oh no, shit, I'm like, all for manifestation. Like you, you gotta think of it, man. You really, really, really yeah. gotta want it. If you don't want it bad enough, it's not. Gonna I feel happen. like if, like you said, like if you have a thought in your mind, it's most likely because like you belong in that space. Like you wouldn't be thinking about it if it's not for you. Yeah, so yeah, I like that a lot. Um, okay, so let's do some fun questions. Um, what music are you into now? Like, what are you? What are you currently to listening to, or favorite artists besides yourself? <laughs> uh, if I had to say my favorite artist, I got a few of them. Don't yo call me crazy. <laughs> don't crucify me for this. Uh, don't don't grab me by the neck for this. But I just recently started listening to Lil Durk like a year ago. Yeah, like a year I don't. Listen to that, he's he's been out forever, <laughs> and I feel whenever I tell people that, they look at me so crazy. Yeah. They're like, what? 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 How you sleeping on Durk? How you sleeping on Durk? I'm like, yo, bro, it's my fault. I was a 90s yeah. head. Like, I, I love the 90s music. I was so stuck on it for so yeah. long. And then eventually I kind of just woke up one day like, fuck it, let me listen to something else. <laughs> so why him? And then, um, I'll be honest with you, he, he's mm-hmm. unique. He's very unique. Like, I, I like the fact that you can hear the pain in his singing. Like, in, I've heard him live at, um, at Rolling Loud. And I honestly feel like unless they did some kind of the effects behind his voice yeah. or something, I think he can sing live. Like he's pretty decent at singing live. That's too, very so. important. Cause you can be the best, like in my headphones, but if you're not the best in person, that's like, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Also his music is very unique. Like I feel like he has a style that people can't yeah. copy. It's kind of like his, that's kind of that's the same way I feel like about Cole and Nas mm-hmm. and Biggie and Eminem and shit like and people like that like Joyner and shit like that they have this certain flow certain wordplay and certain like certain certain flavor in a sense mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying pause but certain flavor that that like get that other people can't do or obtain or try to recreate yeah so. So, yeah, I started listening to Derek about a year and a half ago. i say maybe two years max. Um, so if you could shit, make yeah. music with any of these people you mentioned, who would you pick? Oh, that's a <laughs> tough one. We're manifesting right now. It would have to be Cole. Cole. Definitely yeah. Cole. And I, I say Cole. I feel like you like, kind of, like, your your style kind of reminds me of Cole. Like, you don't care about the fame you don't care like obviously money is a big thing but like that's not what it what's important to you and i feel like that in that aspect you kind of remind me a lot of cole word i, I respect that i definitely respect that opinion i, I always like <clears throat> i i don't doubt it in a sense because he's been one of my favorite yeah. artists since 2009 like first song i ever heard of his was dead presidents too and i still remember when and where i was at like we was on the bus heading to mm-hmm. the mall the burlington mall 
back in yeah. high school. So it was like, it was freshman year too for me. So it was like, I didn't even have a phone. Like I was one ear in it with uh, my boy James at the yeah. time. Like he, he used to be my best friend and fucking, yeah, ever since that, I just, I started researching and whether it was at school or my computer that we had had just gotten at home, like I was forever looking for mm-hmm. his music and shit. So it, his music became like comfort music and music that spoke to me and shit. If people think I sound like him to me, that's kind of like yeah. a blessing because he's one of my favorite artists. He is my favorite, like I said, one of my favorite. Yeah. What, what's a genre that you'd like to step into, but you haven't? Um, that's interesting. I feel like I might be able to do like, like what's his name from Lincoln Park? How he be rapping on them I don't songs? Know. <laughs> I can, uh, what's his name? I feel like such a dickhead because I used to listen to Lincoln Park <laughs> so bad, like so often. Like, fuck. But yeah, the dude that be rapping and like alternative, yeah. maybe I, I could see myself rapping over alternative beats or even some of the rock beats. Yeah, I, I was gonna like say I kind of can guitars. see you like going rock, but like not like full blown rock. But you, I feel like you have like the flow of that too. <laughs> yeah, me spitting over a few rock yeah. beats, I could probably do <laughs> That'd that. That'd be pretty cool. Um, okay, so are you a Rolling Loud or like Coachella type of guy, or do you like just a regular concert? Um. Honestly, it depends the time of year. I'm gonna keep yeah. it hundred percent. Have you been to Rolling Loud? Because okay. yeah, I was in Rolling Loud. I was at the yeah, last yeah. one for um out in fucking Cali in December. Yeah. Not not the December. I think it was the December that just passed, or the year before that. It might have been the year 2021. Yeah. December. That's when we went. So we were out there, lovely in the day. Oh my god! It hit 6 p.m. And we were out by the fucking mountains, <laughs> freezing cold. I'm out there in shorts. It's oh, like, it like no. it's 30 degrees with the wind. Gee, that terrible, sounds fun, though. Terrible. Besides, like, being cold. <laughs> yeah. It, no, nah, it's lit, though. They, they got the Ferris wheel yeah. and shit. They got, um, like, the skin yeah. chair that was lit off the four locos. Like, just... That's pretty yeah, cool, it was yeah. Fun. Um... I got to see Dirk live. I seen Cole live. I seen yeah. people. I got to see. I think I seen Benny as well. Benny the Butcher. Um, I seen a couple females kill it too. And then I seen my nigga Lil Nar perform. Yeah, it That's was lit. Cool. I seen Spotum Godum. Yeah. So, um, what has been your favorite concert so far? My favorite concert would definitely be the Cole yeah. concert. It was when he came to Lowell. Oh my so, god. Yeah, when he came to Lowell, my cousin Starshell actually opened yeah. for him. And I was front row with my family. So it was That's like. So cool. And I, I had just hit my growth spurt, too. So I was oh, like. Oh, I know five, you were nine, on a five, high. Ten. Oh, I could, I could just see right <laughs> over the speakers like this. That's so, so cool. So I was like front row. It was, yeah, it was awesome. Very yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, okay, so where do you see yourself? in the next five to 10 years? Five to 10 years, uh, hopefully sitting on a homemade throne, you know what I'm saying? And I don't mean like as the king of, king of music or king of any category or yeah. hip-hop or music, anything like that. Like, I mean like a king of my own yeah. castle, like to be able to sit in a, the, the big chair in my own house, maybe with a family, if the music allows me to do that, like, because re- realistically, I know once it does pick up, because I know it will yeah, pick 100%. up. Yeah, 100%. Once it does pick up even further, 
like when it comes to the shows and tours and stuff like that, I'll be busy all the time. So I, I don't want to like, I wouldn't want to leave the whatever female I end up choosing at that period of my life to feel like they have nobody they can co-depend mm-hmm. on or anything of the sort. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everything will be paid for and shit like that. But it's like, I feel like it's different. Those are very valuable years of a child's yeah. life and every parent should be there. So I'd probably pull a Kendrick if I did have a kid out the blue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd dis- disappear for like four years and then come back like, all right, cool. I got to start yeah. making music I'm now. glad that you recognize like, they- that. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I definitely respect Kendrick for. Like, he, he stepped away for a while and came back and dropped a gem on yeah. us. Yeah. So, so um, what is, like, your routine before you perform? Or do you have, like, a ritual that you do before you go on stage? Uh, So, I've been on stage twice. And my little ritual, I would say, is... I got to take a shot of my favorite Henny. You are nasty. Just to, to get the, yeah, I'm a Henny guy. I'm a Henny guy. If it's not Henny, it's Henny. That's yeah. Just, so, yeah, that's about all I drink. I mean, as of late, when I was in Atlanta, we were drinking, like, Louis the Thirteenth and that De Leon. Mm, I don't know what that like is. Like that, yeah. De Leon's like a tequila. Ooh. It's like a really expensive yeah. tequila. And then the Louis the Thirteenth. it's like, um, it's a, it's, to cognac, mm-hmm. I believe. It's like, I think it's like four grand a bottle. Yeah. But they fucking, so I, I, I try some of that because, you know, you can't, can't kill something <laughs> like that. You're supposed to sip on it. So is that what kills your nerves? Bottle. Yeah. Yeah. It, the liquor, the liquor kill my nerves. And then I'll smoke a blunt or two, to be honest with you, because that's like my, as bad as it sounds, that's like my soothing, yeah. my calmness. Okay. So what is your favorite food right now? My favorite food? Oh, man. Fried, fried chicken. chicken. It'll forever be fried chicken. Forever be fried chicken. I love that. It, it don't matter whether it's 7 a.m., 2 a.m., 2 p.m., midnight, fried chicken. I, I could eat that at any time of the day. Chicken and waffles for breakfast, chicken parm for lunch, fucking fried chicken sandwiches for dinner type <laughs> shit. Like, Those are good. Chicken yes. Holiday. Um, okay, so who is someone who's inspirational to you right now in, in your circle at the moment? Um, inspirational to me in my circle, there are quite a few people. Like I definitely want to say my aunt Starshell. Well, my co- older cousin Starshell. I've always called yeah. her my aunt. But I'd say her. I'd say her husband, Rashawn. They've, um, to be honest with you, they've they've sat me down and had a life-changing conversation with me that kind of pointed me in the right direction that has me doing the things I'm doing now and reaching for the goals that I've now set for myself. So I could definitely say they've become a huge inspiration in my life. Yeah. And on top of that, I would have to say my manager for sure. Like, he, he always... He's always taking me under his wing and try to teach me new things. And also, he's, he's always invested his time and even invested money behind yeah. me. So it's How did like, you guys meet? As some, I've honestly known Josh since, like, second grade. Like, oh, wow. The, a very, very long time. And it, it's funny because the – well, not funny, but the way we actually met was one of my friends was actually attempting to bully him. Oh, and he, yeah, you know yeah. how kids are, stupid ass <laughs> fucking, yeah, it's stupid little kids running around not knowing what, but what's good, what's not, just trying to be the yeah. tough guy. And long story short, an altercation occurred, and then I kind of just told him, yo, bro, chill out, 
like it's not worth it like and then long behold I, I went in the bathroom like later on in the day and he just so happened to be in the bathroom i was in the bathroom trading uh you get cards with somebody <laughs> <laughs> the second grade in the bathroom training Yu-Gi-Oh cards with somebody and he came around the corner and he was like oh you play Yu-Gi-Oh and then we kind of just started talking yeah. from there and then it gravitated to play like even after because I remember like um, after I met him I ended up going back into the shelters and heading back out towards like the Boston mm-hmm. way and it was like even after throughout that I still ended up reconnecting with him in middle school and we were playing video games online together and shit and like it was just kind of funny how throughout multiple points in my life, I ended up still finding his friendship and still being cool with him to him now, like basically helping me change my life and, and sculpting my future and teach me all these new things between from IT work to even how to speak mm-hmm. properly and better my, my, um, like my, uh, email skills and stuff that you would really never be taught yeah. in school and stuff like that. So it's cool to have a, it's very cool, actually. It's a blessing to have yeah. a business, a business savvy circle that where everybody knows something different from yeah. one another, from venture capitalism to tech to fucking to business of sales and such. Like, yeah. it's cool. Awesome. That's amazing. So what? Yeah, yeah. so I, I got a nice yeah, little circle. Yeah, you do. But yeah, it's always nice to have friendships like that, especially like ones that you can learn from and like grow as a person so yeah that's pretty yeah, cool. the true blessing um what has been the highlight of your journey so far uh man i don't know there's a there's been a <laughs> lot that's been happening because even like even when i was in atlanta a lot yeah. happens like this this past trip like i met um i got to see terrence man again oh, i like, saw used that. to ball up yeah. back in the day but it's it's I feel like it's the same, but the world looks at it as different mm-hmm. because they view him as somebody extremely important yeah. now. I mean, I definitely do as well. Like he he did he the soldier from Lord. Yeah, that put I the, love you know I love saying? seeing the basketball that. soldier that put that put the city yeah. on his back. And when I say soldier, I don't mean like armed forces soldier. Just so nobody yeah. you know what I'm saying gets try to get on my back about that. But like he's just a. He could bear it all, you know what I'm saying? He's, mm-hmm. he's cool. He's, he's That's awesome. one thing that I absolutely love and miss about Lowell is that, I mean, Houston is the same way, but be, like coming from somewhere that is so creative and so diverse and like people do amazing shit in Lowell. Like look at what you're doing with the school stuff and like, I don't know. I just love like all the art and all like everything that everyone's doing is amazing. Oh, yeah. I didn't even yeah. mention the school stuff now that I think <laughs> about it. So the, the after school program, what's funny is they haven't even gotten back to me on that. Like they requested a proposal and they wanted me to come yeah. teach to do something what they call a flex period so I could introduce it to yeah. the students. And then they just never answered back for multiple phone calls and everything else. But from what I've been hearing through the grapevine and the school systems and even through other teachers and such, it's like, yo, bro, everybody hates their job right now. So I feel like things might just be backed mm-hmm. up or, you know what I'm saying? It's just people are overworked, underpaid, because we all know how the school system goes. Yeah. I feel like we see it on TV all the time as well. The strikes people be going on and such. So it's like, or at least I remember them from back when we were kids. So I'm sure shit's just as bad now. I mean, with the price of inflation and everything mm-hmm. going up. So like, I feel like it, there's just not enough money to 
So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fully help out on what we need, what we're looking for, which is perfectly fine. I plan to still do the studio. Yeah. Anyway. So what is like the concept wanna... of the after school program? So the concept of my after school program is I want to give people the opportunity to freely create using mm -hmm. music. And the way I plan on doing that is I want to give, basically I want to make it something where it's not with a drop off. It's not like the boys mm -hmm. and girls club where you drop your kid off and they just kind of do whatever they want while they're there. They're going to be here for a specific reason to, to learn. And so I planned on, I planned on stretching it out depending on what kind of funding we would receive from the students of the school to make it like three days a week. You learn how to audio engineer yourself but it'll be like Monday, you learn how to work on vocals. Wednesday, you learn how to make beats. Friday, you actually learn how to fine tune everything and make it one complete yeah. piece. So it's like... That is so cool. You know, yeah, so it's like if I could get the students to actively, basically be creative and keep their mind off the bad shit that people yeah. be going through, because my goal is I, I don't want it to be like a... I hang, like I said, I don't want mm -hmm. to be a hang on. I want this productive. To, to the students that feel like they need it and yeah. it's productive and they want to learn some. Because like, who knows? We all have mm -hmm. hidden talents and hidden right. skills. And when people put their mind to it, they can actually get yeah. things accomplished and achieved. Especially kids. I feel like kids, like, they have all, all of these interests, but they don't have, like, outlets to, you know, put that out there. Yeah. Or, yeah. So that's that's really cool that you're doing that. Yeah, that's yeah. Really no cool. outlets, no guidance. <laughs> Just trying to be a, a lit yeah. flame, trying to help people out. It's really saying? cool that like to see people being the, be, seeing people that you wish you had like growing up. You know what I mean? Like, I wish there was something yeah, like that when I was growing up because I'd be all for it. But yeah, yeah, it's exactly yeah. how I felt, and that's what led me to even start this. It's like, damn, I really wish I could have been making music when yeah. I was a kid, or even had had somebody willing to teach me what I've always wanted to learn. Cause like, if it, let's be real, I wouldn't have attained this knowledge fully if I wouldn't have went to college for mm -hmm. it. Like there are things where you could pick up on YouTube and try to learn like, like here and there. But at the end of the day, there's no in-depth work for you to have to work on. You have to kind of create the work mm -hmm. yourself. You don't have a workbook sitting next to you. Like, all right, look, try to do this yeah. now. Now go record this and try to make it like this, you know what I'm saying, to, to challenge your skills aside from testing your own music. And the only reason why I feel like that's a bad example is you kind of become mm -hmm. biased and you don't you don't get the professional opinion, you know what I'm saying? Because when it comes to going to the schooling for it, they tell you how it's supposed to sound. They expect it to sound exactly yeah. like this because the settings are set to this compared to, oh, I think it sounds correct, so I'm, I'm going to keep it that mm -hmm. way. You know what I mean? So that's, I feel like that's also the difference between like the industry standard and also the regular everyday just music people put out. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm yeah. really glad that like the kids will have someone like you to like look up to and, you know, help them with their creative outlet. So that's pretty cool. Everything you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So last question. <laughs> And last question last... already? Wow, an hour went by that quick. Has it been an hour? Is it? Oh, yeah. Three minutes, I Jeez. Think. Well, it, you know what I do really, really love, and I love talking about this, is that like we've been friends for so, so long. I know it really has been a long but time. But I feel like doing like I don't I don't I sh I don't like to call it an interview because it's just literally just us having a conversation. But like 
I love it because I get to know you guys in like a different aspect of what like just like friends like hanging out. You know what I mean? So yeah, I really appreciate yeah. you coming onto this space and opening up to us about your journey and stuff like that. I really appreciate it. Nah, of course, I really appreciate yeah. it. Okay, last question. Um, are you a Starbucks guy or a Dunkin's? And what's your order? <laughs> what? It's, it's got to be Dunkin's. Like Dunkin's. Come on. I'm a New Englander. Come on, man. See, my answer would be Starbucks. What? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. The first time I went in Starbucks, I asked for a large, and they kind of went back and forth about it being a grande. Yeah. And I kind of. It's annoying. Like, yeah. I was just like, yo, bro, if you don't give me the biggest fucking drink you have, like, I'm just not going to buy it. <laughs> He's like, oh, you mean the venti? I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't care. Like, I, I asked for they a large. They take that so serious. Say? For what? Just give me a large cup of coffee and let's keep it moving because, yeah. <laughs> but it, I will say, um, back when I was, um, when I lived in the shelters at Newtonville, there was a Starbucks down the road and they didn't have Dunkin's by yeah. where I lived. So I was drinking it back in the day with one of my young friends from school. His name was Gary. He put me onto it. And it was something about their hot chocolate that I yeah, really liked. Yeah, it is good. Their hot chocolate or they're like, um, they have some kind of like coffee espresso, but it's like a vanilla, like a vanilla kind yeah, of coffee or something. So good. But aside from that, I don't know shit about that place. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know nothing about no double pump latte. <laughs> I don't know nothing about none of that <laughs> shit. Give me, give me a donut and some French vanilla coffee. Yeah. Three and five, and I'm done. Ice coffee, yes. middle of the winter. Give me the ice coffee. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, um, and I think I'm gonna be in town soon, so I'll let you know so we can do something. I might go uh, back yeah, on the 18th. Do. I'm still trying to figure it out, but yeah. So the 18th. Yeah. All right. Um, what day is that? Is that a Friday? Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. Saturday, all right, cool. Yeah. I should be sober. <laughs> I was I was like, you you should be free say, or sober. Okay. Yeah, nah. I'll be I'll I don't be give free a shit. I I, if sober. you're not sober, I won't be sober either. So there we go. <laughs> I bet because the day before is my mom's birthday, so that, I, oh, I might still be stuck from the, the night yeah, prior. That's okay. All right. Well, yeah, it was nice talking to you. Um but tell tell uh, yeah, everyone sure. where they can find you, um, like your socials and your music. Ah, uh, yeah, for sure. So, once again, it's your boy Amens. You can find me on Instagram more than anything <laughs> else. It's at Amens Music. Or search me up on Facebook, A period M-E-N-Z. Uh, Twitter, at Amens Music. But I really don't be using that shit, so you don't got to go there. <laughs> but if you want to, by all means, you can go there. I'm not buying no check mark either, so, like, I, um, I'm not one of them niggas. Like, I respect I it. it I yeah, exactly. It. I respect yeah, it. Can't can't do I all that. It. And yeah. then you, you said your that's, music that's, is on all platforms. As Amen's. Oh yeah, it's on all okay. platforms. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, I think it's like Amazon. You can find it on as Perfect. well. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. It's distributed through TuneCore. I got like fucking 176 stores. Oh wow. <laughs> Used to want to flex for acknowledgement, but now I 